Hello, hello, hello. We greet you with Jesus' joy and what a wonderful opportunity it is for us to be able to start and do Bible study. We see people that are joining us online and we want to thank you all for, for joining us. We're looking forward to uh, unpacking in a meaningful way uh, this lesson that I have before you and we're going to be studying Genesis, Genesis chapter 22. Genesis chapter 22, verses 1 through 19. Genesis chapter 22, verses 1 through 19. And we want to um, unpack this with some um, great intentionality that hopefully and prayerfully will be a blessing to you all. So before we get started, uh, let us bow our heads for a word of prayer as we sense uh, the presence of, of God as far as this moment is concerned. God, we come and we thank you right now for the sufficiency of your grace to be able to study your word and to be able to do what you would have for us to do. So, Lord, right now we come to you and we pray that you, by the power and presence of your Holy Spirit, will be our teacher and give us ears to hear what your spirit has to say and give us all the ability to apply it to our lives. Lord, show yourself strong and mighty as only you can. And Lord, we will bless your name for that. And then whatever we gather and glean in this moment, Lord, if you would, in your sovereignty, uh, empower us to apply it to our lives so that we can be better disciples and look more like Jesus. And it's in his name we pray. Amen. All right. Let's look at Genesis chapter 22. Genesis chapter 22. Uh, Genesis chapter 22. We want to look at verses 1 through 19 uh, for our sharing as far as today is concerned. Genesis chapter 22, verses 1 through 19. And it is my hope and prayer that this lesson will be a blessing to you as it has been as far as uh, my working on this and having preached from this several times. Um, it, it is a blessing. So I'm going to unpack some things. This is, I would dare say, one of the most interesting um, aspects that we will find in scripture as far as something that is absolutely ridiculous <laughs> that God would ask somebody to do. And so for my lesson, I want to talk about trusting God when it makes no sense. Because what I'm going to read before you today, it really makes no sense, none whatsoever. But we're going to unpack this in a very meaningful way. So Genesis chapter 22, uh, let's look at verses 1 through 11, I mean 1 through 19. Let's get a sense for what God wants us to uncover. And I want you to highlight some things as far as our text is concerned. Uh, verse 1, from the New King James Version of Scripture, it reads, Now it came to pass after these things that God tested Abraham. How like the phrase God tested Abraham? And said to him, Abraham. And Abraham said, Here I am. Then he said, Take now your son, your only son Isaac. How like your only son Isaac, whom you love, and go to the land of Moriah. Circle the word Moriah. And offer him there as a burnt offering on one of the mountains that I should tell you. If you would highlight that phrase and offer him there as a burnt offering on one of the mountains that I should tell you. Highlight that. Because I don't know about anybody else, but right there, I would have been scratching my head going like, I think I am on drugs or something. If I'm hearing God 
telling me to take my child and offer him as a sacrifice on a mountain that the Lord was going to show me. I, 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 I think, I think that Genesis 22 would have stopped right there. <laughs> I think it would have stopped right there. That's why we're reading about Abraham in this text. So verse three. So Abraham rose early in the morning and saddled his donkey and took two of his young men with him and Isaac, his son. And he split the wood for the burnt offering and arose and went to the place where the Lord of which God had told him. Then on the third day, Abraham lifted up his eyes and saw the place afar off. Uh, verse five, and Abraham said to the young men, stay here with the donkey. The lad and I will go yonder and worship and we will be back. Highlight verse five and circle the word worship. Circle the word worship. Verse six. So Abraham took the wood of the burnt offering and laid it on Isaac, his son. He took the fire in his hand and the knife and the two of them went together. But Isaac spoke to Abraham, his father, and said, my father. And he said, here I am, my son. Then he said, look, the fire and the wood, but where's the lamb for the burnt offering? Verse eight. And Abraham said, my son, God will provide for himself the lamb for a burnt offering. So the two of them went together. Highlight verse eight. Verse nine, then they came to the place of which God had told him and Abraham built an altar there, circled the word altar and placed the wood in order. He bound Isaac, how like phrase, he bound Isaac, his son, and laid him on the altar upon the wood. And Abraham stretched out his hand and took the knife to slay his son. But the angel of the Lord called to him from heaven and said, Abraham, Abraham. So he said, here I am. Highlight all of verse 11. And he said, do not lay your hand on the lad or do anything to him. For now I know that you fear God since you have not withheld your son, your only son from me. Verse 13, then Abraham lifted up his eyes and looked. And there behind him was a ram, circled the word ram, caught in the thicket by its horns. So Abraham went and took the ram and offered it for a burnt offering instead of his son. Verse 14, and Abraham called the name of the place the Lord will provide, as it is said to him this day in the mount of the Lord, it shall be provided. Highlight verse 14. Highlight verse 14. Verse 15, then the angel of the Lord called to Abraham a second time out of heaven and said, by myself, I have sworn says the Lord, because you have done this thing and have not withheld your son, your only son, blessing, I will bless you. And multiplying, I will multiply your descendants as the stars of the heaven and as the sand which is on the seashore and your descendants shall possess the gate of their enemies. Highlight all of verse 17. In your seed, all the nations of the earth shall be blessed because you have obeyed my voice. Highlight verse 18, verse 19. So Abraham returned to his young men and they arose and went together to Beersheba. 
and Abraham dwelt at Beersheba. All right. We got a lot of stuff to unpack, don't we? <laughs> we got a lot of stuff to unpack. We got a lot of stuff to unpack. Got a lot of stuff to unpack. And, and, and one of the things that I, I really want to start unpacking is when you look at verse one, it said, now I came to pass up these things that God tested Abraham. God tested Abraham. And 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 it is believed it is believed that it is believed that uh, this phrase was put in so that whoever reads it will understand after the fact that it was a test and not just something that was arbitrarily placed upon Abraham to uh, engage in. So so there's some method to this madness. Now, I want to start off by saying that sometimes uh, it seems like trusting God would lead to straight up disaster. Um, uh, this, this is, um, for lack of a better word, this, this is a crazy ask of God. <laughs> um, to sacrifice your child, God, I got some questions about your your ask. Okay, um, so we know that there are things that God tells us to do that we should do. You know, uh, speaking the truth, uh, maintaining uh, financial integrity, uh, remaining sexually uh, pure or faithful run counter to our basic instincts or human reasoning. We, we know that there are things God tells us to do, obey his word, that, that at times it, it runs counter to what we as humans want to do. However, this, 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 this thing about God asking you to kill your child, let's be honest. I think that 99.9% .9 of us would say, <clears throat> This is rather unthinkable, and God has lost God's ever-loving mind. <laughs> and 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 it's okay. It's okay to have that wrestling match with with God. It's okay to have that wrestling match with God. So, this was a great test for Abraham. Um, uh, a very powerful test for Abraham. Um. It was a real test for Abraham. Um, God said, give me your son. It, it defied logic. And I don't know about anyone, but I really do think that Abraham probably had some resistance. <laughs> some stuff is not recorded in the Bible. I, I can imagine that Abraham had some resistance to this, but he did it anyway. Um, um so we're, we're, we're informed, we're informed that this is only a test in chapter, in verse one, because let's be honest, there, there are some more issues with God making this request. Now, I want you to hear me, hear me well about what I'm getting ready to drop on you. It's one thing for us to claim to trust God and trust God's word while we're waiting for something. It's another thing to trust God and do what God tells us to do after we 
receive God's word. And, and this was a very powerful test of Abraham on whether or not he will obey God's word. So, so would, 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 would he hold on to Isaac? Would he hold on to Isaac? Or, or would he uh, do what the Lord tells him to do? Okay. So this is a, this, this is a very, very powerful test. And notice what the Lord says, take, take now your son, your only son, Isaac, take. Did y'all see that? Take. Okay. This, this word take, uh, this is an imperative. This, this is a command. Take now your son, your only son, Isaac, whom you love, go to the land of Moriah, to a land that I will show you, offer him as a burnt offering. Now, how crazy, <laughs> how, how crazy is this that the Lord will tell him to take his son, whom he loved, his only son, and go to a place that, that, that God was going to show him. Okay? Now, let's remember a couple of things. Number one, um, this was the only son in the house. This was not Abraham's only son. Abraham had another son by the name of Ishmael. And the Lord basically told Abraham, listen to Sarah, put Ishmael and his mother Hagar out. And, um, 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 and, 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 and focus on Isaac. So, uh, here's what we got to wrestle with. If we want to be honest, and this is, this is the wonderful thing I love about God. And I love about, about wrestling with biblical texts. You can ask whatever questions you want to ask. You, you, I mean, God is not intimidated by our questions. Uh, he has so much God that 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 he ain't got no issues with us going like, mm, Lord, this is this is off. This is off. This this is off. So God tells Abraham, take your son, Isaac, whom you love. And go to the land of Moriah off him. There's a burnt offering on one of the mountains that I shall tell you. OK, now. Let me let me share something about you, about that word Mariah, that hopefully and prayerfully will bless you, because Mariah is really the place where Solomon builds the temple. OK, Solomon's temple is built in the area known as Mount Mariah. As a matter of fact, uh, Mariah is really the place where Jerusalem, the city of Jerusalem, becomes uh, entrenched and, and uh, erected. So this is what we see at Mount Moriah. We see um, uh, a potential sacrifice that is going to be made. And these sacrifices, uh, really, this potential sacrifice really serves as a prelude to the sacrifice that's going to be offered in the future in Solomon's temple. All right. So I give all that kind of as, as, as a little background. So let's 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 look at verse uh, verses three through eight, because this is where it gets real, real crazy. All right. Because I want to contend. I want to contend that that something had some some red flags had to be going up in Abraham's spirit. But Abraham obeyed God. 
rose early in the morning, saddled his donkey, took two of his servants with him, and um, he split the wood for the offering, and he made his way to the place where God was going to show him. The shocking thing is, notice what the text says. He got up early in the morning, which means, watch this, he did not prolong what was asked of him. Okay? Got up early in the morning. It is believed that it was a three-day journey because it was probably about 50 to 60 miles between Beersheba and Mount Moriah as far as that journey was concerned. But what gets me is what he says in verse five. That, that, that messes me up in, in verse five because in verse five, we see that Abraham says, stay here with the donkey. The lad and I will go yonder and worship and we will be back to you, okay? All right. He tells his servants that he and Isaac are going to worship and we are, we're coming back. He doesn't say I'm coming back. He says, we're coming back. Now, let me see if I can bless somebody quick, fast, and in a hurry because there are times when God will ask you to do something that is absolutely ridiculous and couch it within the context of worship. <laughs> God, God, God will, God will, God will ask you to do something that is absolutely ridiculous and it'll be couched within the context of worship. Okay. Be couched within the context of, of worship. Um, and, 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 and I would maintain, I would maintain that, that this moment is very difficult. For Abraham, I don't think he was going around saying this is the day the Lord has made. I will rejoice. I'll be glad in it. This is an unreasonable demand by God. And I don't know. I'm, I'm telling you. I'm telling you, God and I would have had a, 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 a about. I don't know if I could have done this. That's why we're reading about Abraham and I'm teaching about Abraham. I don't think I could have done this. And here's what I want to drop on you as far as a nugget is concerned. You may want to. You may want to write this down. There are times when something negative will come your way. Um, um, and it ain't always the devil. <laughs> there, 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 there are times when, when, when you got to learn how to make a distinction between a test and a temptation. A, a, a temptations are used by the devil to bring out the worst in us, the uh, a test is used by God to bring out the best in us. And here is the blessing of how you can distinguish between a test and a temptation. It becomes a test based on your response. It becomes a temptation based on your response. It becomes a test in the sense if you do it the way God wants it done. It becomes a temptation if you do it the way you want to do it. Okay. Sometimes test and temptation, they look the same. However, our response will determine whether it's a test or a temptation. All right. Now, here's what I want, want to impress upon you, because there are times when God will allow for stuff to come your way because God has more faith in you and believe that you can handle it. Whether or not you think you can handle it. 
Okay. All right. So let, 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 let me keep pressing my way as far as this is concerned, because I'm, I'm hoping that, that I'm blessing someone. So Abraham, so Abraham takes Isaac. Isaac is now pulled into the test. <laughs> um, in, 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 in verse six, um, he took the wood. They go off. Isaac asks the question, daddy, um, I see something to make the fire. I know the wood, but where's the lamb for the burnt offering? And Abraham said, God will provide for himself a lamb for the burnt offering. Now, now it's something interesting. Where did they get this idea about offering and a burnt offering and a lamb unless this has been done before? So it is believed that, that, that this is just really and interestingly part of this family's dynamic to make sacrifices unto the Lord. Okay. Um, in the text, you know, I don't know how old Isaac is. The Bible doesn't say we know he's old enough to carry wood. <laughs> he's old enough to ask some intelligent questions. Um, but as far as the actual age, um, uh, we, we, we don't know. We don't know. We don't know. All right. So I, I won't even speculate on that. But what I will do is continue to press this way because what we see in the text is that Abraham tells him the Lord will provide an offering. When they get to the place where they're supposed to carry out the sacrifice, uh, Abraham built the altar, placed the wood on the altar, grabbed his son, slams him down. That's my imagination. Puts the wood on him and Abraham stretched out his hand to slay his son. And the angel of the Lord from heaven says, Abraham, Abraham. He says his name twice. Did y'all catch that? He says his name twice. When God did the initial call, he said his name once. But when God got ready to stop him from slaying Isaac, he said his name twice. Okay. God never intended for Abraham to go through the sacrifice. That's a major test, but Abraham didn't know that. Okay. Abraham didn't know that. All right. Um, um, God, God, God never intended that. Now, I'll be honest. Again, this is weird that uh, Abraham had to be put to a test like this. However, um, God stops him from slaying Abraham. Now, now there's something that, that I want to drop on you because Isaac was a child of promise. Okay, follow the flow. He was a child of promise. And it is through Isaac that the nation of Israel will come into fruition. And so God had told Abraham in Genesis chapter 21 that through Isaac, his seed shall be blessed. And in chapter 22, God says, kill Isaac. It's hard to reconcile that. So I contend that Isaac was brought from the dead twice. 
<laughs> I know y'all going like, huh? He brought from dead twice. First of all, his mother, Sarah, was infertile. She couldn't have children. So he was brought from the dead from Sarah's dead womb. He's brought from the dead at this altar. Okay. Brought from dead from Sarah's dead womb and brought from dead from this altar. Now, I know somebody's going like, Pastor, where did you get that from? Watch this. I'm getting ready to drop something on you. There's a scripture, Hebrews 11, uh, verse 17 through 19. It says, by faith, Abraham, when he was tested, offered up Isaac. And he who had received the promises offered up his only begotten son, of whom it was said, and Isaac, your seed shall be called, concluding, watch this, that God was able to raise him up even from the dead, from which he also received him in a figurative sense. Ooh, I know I'm doing some good teaching right now. I'm doing some good teaching, trying to do some good teaching, trying to do some good teaching. So, so let, let's, 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 let's keep on going as far as this is concerned because he hears the voice of God saying, stay your hand. I know you fear God. Uh, since you have not withheld your son, your only son from me. Did y'all catch that? Your son, your only son from me. Okay. And then the Bible tells us how Abraham looked up and saw that there was a ram caught in the thicket. All right. Saw that there was a ram caught in the thicket by his horns. And Abraham went and grabbed that ram and offered it as a sacrifice instead of his son, Isaac. Um, trying to figure out how, how, how to phrase this. Within the act of worship, Abraham holds nothing back from God but obediently gives God what God asks, trusting that God will provide. And verse 14 says, Abraham called the name of the place the Lord will provide, or as we love to say, Jehovah Jireh. Jehovah Jireh. Okay. Now, follow me on this because I'm getting ready to drop something good on you that I'm hoping that will bless you. Uh, as, as I process this. Um, in this text, the place of sacrifice becomes the place of provision. <laughs> Abraham is getting ready to make a major sacrifice. He's willing to sacrifice Isaac and God shows up with a major provision. Okay. In, in, in other words, in other words, Abraham is raising the knife to slay Isaac. The angel of the Lord calls his name twice, says, Abraham, Abraham, don't kill your son. I know you fear God. You, you're not withholding your son from me. He turns around. He sees a ram tussling 
in the thicket. Not a lamb, a ram. Okay, not 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 some not some baby lamb, but a a a ram. All right, hear me, hear hear me, and 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 hear me, a ram. All right, not 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 a ram truck, a ram animal. <laughs> okay, a ram. All right, a ram. And 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 a ram is basically during that time it was an uncastrated male sheep. Um, it was a strong, good old grown sheep. So this this ain't just some ordinary lamb. This is a ram. Had horns. Had 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 horns. And those horns were caught in the thicket. And notice. What Abraham does, Abraham does not call God Jehovah Jireh. He calls the place where God shows up Jehovah Jireh. <laughs> Abraham, Abraham, it wasn't God. It was Abraham that named that mountain place Jehovah Jireh because the Lord provided and. Perhaps some of us got some stuff in our lives, some places in our lives that we need to go back and we need to rename Jehovah Jireh because we saw the Lord show up in a major way where we thought nothing could happen and the Lord blew our mind. Jehovah Jireh. Jehovah Jireh. Uh, uh, I, I hope this is blessing somebody. I hope this is blessing somebody. So, 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 so watch this. So watch this. So in this very act, in this very act of getting ready, of getting ready to sacrifice Isaac, Abraham's faith took a major leap. Okay. Abraham's actions demonstrate that he has finally come to the realization that since it's God's promise, <laughs> watch it, it's God's responsibility to take care of that promise. Because remember, Abraham tried to do it his way, which caused him to wind up with Ishmael, the child of the flesh, when God said, I'm going to bring Isaac, which is a, a child of the promise, the way I want to bring Isaac into the world and if I brought him into the world, even if I let you slay him, Abraham, I got so much power that I can bring Isaac back to life. So, so, so God stayed Abraham's hand to keep him from taking out Isaac because Abraham's faith takes a major leap because he was willing to give it all back to God, knowing what the Lord had told him in chapter 21. And for a lot of us, that makes no sense. <laughs> that, that makes no sense. And so here, here's what here's what here's what here's what we we church folks got to understand that that really prevents us from 
getting all that God would have for us to be, we got to understand that there are times, there are times, there are times when worship, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, uh -huh, yeah, when, when, when worship um, um, uh, requires uh, accepting what God has to offer us as far as provision is concerned, when we come and we give what God asks. Okay. Now, if anybody knows anything about giving up a son, <laughs> it's God. I, I, ain't, I, ain't, I ain't even trying to shout you right now. If any, if anybody knows about, about giving up, giving up the son, it, it, it is, it's, 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 uh, it's, uh, it's God. Yeah, it's God. It's, it's God. Let me go ahead and wrap this thing up because I'm about to preach and I'm just supposed to be teaching. I'm supposed to be teaching. So, so, so this is what God does after uh, Abraham names place Jehovah Jireh. Then uh, uh, the Lord comes back and watch this and substantiates the promise, reaffirms the promise. Um, um, says to him, listen, I want you to understand that because you, you were willing to give Isaac up, I'm going to bless you. I'm going to multiply your descendants. You, you won't be able to count them. It's going to be like trying to count the stars in the heaven or, or the sands on the sea. Uh, and your descendants are going to, are going to possess the land of their enemies. And, and in your seed, all nations on the earth shall be blessed because you have obeyed my voice. It is through the seed, through the seed of Abraham, check this out, that the three major monotheistic or believers in one God emerge. Christianity, Judaism, Islam. Islam traced their roots back through Ishmael. Judaism and Christianity traced their roots back through Isaac. And it is said, in your seed, all the nations of earth shall be blessed. When Islam is practiced properly, uh, it is a blessing to those, even though they may not subscribe to Jesus Christ being the son of God and Lord and Savior, but they do some good works. Okay. Judaism, uh, even though they may not necessarily believe that Jesus Christ is God in the flesh, uh, when it's practiced properly, they they do some great things and they have high moral and, and ethical standards. But for us as Christians, for us in your seed of all nations of earth shall be blessed. We connect verse 18 directly to Jesus Christ because Jesus becomes the way that you and I are, are, are able to be reconciled back to God, our father. OK, this is the through Jesus. Uh, you and I have access to to God, our father. All right. So 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 here's what I want to drop on you. And, and, and I'll close out. That Abraham had a faith that obeyed the word of God, that Abraham had a faith that was willing to give God his very best because he was willing to give up what he didn't want to give up so he could show that God was the one 
that he really depended upon. And faith, trust that God will provide your needs. Okay? But it's real hard for us to understand God's provision until we have made sacrifice. So worship, here's what a lot of us don't understand. Worship is costly. Worship is costly. That's why Israel engaged in sacrifice. Worship is costly. That, that's why for, for those of us that give tithes and offerings, um, um, when we got light bill due and car note due and mortgage due and trying to provide for kids and trying to get food to eat and stuff like that. And, and Reverend, you want me to give my tithes and, and offerings and I don't know how I'm going to pay my, my mortgage. That's, that's your call. I know for me, and this is just Robert Scott, I know for me that before I pay anything, I make sure that I give my tithes and offerings. Because I am crazy enough to trust that the Lord will provide if I'm being obedient. That's just me. That's just me. And, and so I give my tithes and offerings, watch this, not only out of obedience, but I give it in faith. I give it in faith, uh, trusting that God, God's going to handle things the way that God wants to and desires to handle them uh, as I worship God, okay, as I worship God. So, so watch this. So this idea of sacrifice really is connected to relationship because um, as a worshiper, I have relationship. As a worshiper, you have relationship with this God. And there are times when God will ask you to do some, some crazy stuff that seems strange to other folks, to other folks. Um, uh, but it's not, it, it's, it's not strange to God because God knows in the mind of God, it's a test. All right, I'll stop right there. Um, um, I will stop right there for time being. And um, um, let me see if, if there are, are any questions that anyone has as far as uh, online is concerned. Any, any questions? Any questions? I want to make sure that um, that um, that if you have any questions, that you can can raise your questions right now. Any questions that anyone has of what I have shared thus far? Any questions? Any questions? If you have any questions, if you would type them in the chat uh, real quick. All right. All right. Well, if you don't have any questions, I hope and pray that that this lesson that, that I've shared with you has been has been real good. Um, hopefully it has blessed you. Um, thank you for joining us uh, as far as Bible study is concerned. And at this particular time, um, if you feel led to give an offering, 
Uh, we give you the opportunity to do that. You can give an offering by either mailing a check or money order to the church at 1401 Allen Street, Charlotte 28205. You can also give online through ACS or give our church life through our website. Uh, you can also give uh, through the app called Givelify and uh, download that and um, uh, give as far as that that is concerned. Um, one, thank you all for your time. And we want to continue to lift up uh, our sister, Deborah uh, Dalton, as she prepares to funeralize her mother this weekend, as well as others who are dealing with loss, uh, the Glenn family, uh, as well as others. Um, and we hope and pray that um, we'll see you on Sunday. Uh, this um, There should be a uh, link going out on what you should bring as far as the Liberia giveaway for this Sunday. That should be going out real soon. Uh, as well as uh, remembering that this Sunday is Black Organization Divine Nine uh, 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 Sunday. So for those that are part of the Divine Nine or if you are part of a Black organization, uh, Masonic Order, NAACP, um, uh, United Negro College Fund, um, uh, Urban League, all of those organizations that do great work in our community. Uh, you can wear uh, your attire that, that represents them. Well, listen, have a, have a great Thursday and a great rest of the week. And the Lord said the same. We will see you on Sunday, either in person or on our virtual platforms. Take care. God bless.